gentlemen, welcome to Dungans and Dragnos. I'm here with my buddy Chris, as always. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing wonderfully. How are you? I'm doing all right. And so I've got some sad news for you. Ross won't be joining us anymore. You see, we were doing a moisturizer segment, and he was using petrol. And one thing led to another, and he is dead now. So Ross is dead and won't be joining us anymore. But we have got some guests uh, we've got AJ and Richard from the Cult Popture podcast. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Alive and well. I I was going to laugh nice. at your joke about petrol, but I you hadn't introduced us yet, and I was like, does he? I'll, 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 I made I made some loud breathing noises with my nose to indicate laughter, so maybe listeners will be like, oh, it sounds like. This episode's not like the other ones. I wonder who's here. I'm going to, when I'm editing this, I'll, I'm just going to whack that all the way up so it's like... <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> deep fry that one <laughs> tiny snore. Gust of wind. It's going to be like bass boosted and saturated. I'll put some reverb on it just for fun to really give it some space. Mm. <laughs> so you, when we were talking to you guys about this... Uh, guest spot you were like I have no idea what this is or what I'm supposed to do yeah. uh, so you guys you've never really have you guys ever played Dungeons and Dragons before um, I played it once on a friend's podcast uh, check it out for crits and giggles um, and yeah I that's the only time <laughs> and um, yeah the the rules for that were pretty loose um, I've played uh, what genre is Dungeons and Dragons it's like tabletop role play it's a tabletop rpg i've yeah. i've played a tabletop rpg once um it was a space themed one and i don't remember what it was called but i remember was that lasers um, and likes or something <laughs> Probably. like they're genuinely as what lasers and lightches <laughs> wow i don't think it was that um but it was right at the height of rick and morty so i named my character morty and my friend named his character rick and we both did the voices the whole game that's um, very funny and i didn't think can i hear your morty oh jeez, rick oh, you're just gonna do that a bunch <laughs> Um, I didn't think that the, oh, the game we played was very good, but I think it's because the guy running it uh, was not a very experienced storyteller. So we got through the entire adventure without any conflict. <laughs> no, no price had to pay, had to be paid. It, pretty funny considering we were playing Dan Harmon characters, um, and there was fuck all story circle. So. <laughs> Very nice. Well, this isn't a show where we play D&D. It's a show where we make things for D&D that probably don't work. Um, Very exciting. We, sometimes we have experienced D&D guests on. Yeah. Uh, it's happened one time. You guys are the second people to have ever guessed Ooh. it on this. Um, but our one Patreon, Rory M. Spence, we normally throw to him when we desperately need to know if something is correct, but that doesn't really oh i love being correct we don't me care <laughs> we we've played we've played DD like three times me and chris so we just it's not about that really so um, why did why, why but, did you start doing a podcast um, about like DD inventory if you clearly don't even like <laughs> the, the game enough to play it that often <laughs> Good point. So, do you guys have any great <laughs> ideas for something that you think would enhance a game of D&D? 
Um, I when you said gust of wind before, I was like that could be a thing. Like, mm-hmm. like okay. in the room that you're playing it, or within the world of the game. Well, you do, you do you have little little power ups, right? You can have spells. <laughs> do we need like to that? fact check yeah. that? I, a gust of, a gust of wind. <laughs> hey, let me just read the handbook. Do spells exist? A gust of um, wind could be a spell. Okay. It's not I very be, funny. It's not a very funny not- suggestion. <laughs> well, I, I think um, build, just building upon that, um, that maybe, because, uh, you know, you have like the little shield thing, the paper thing that you stand up. Well, I guess mm-hmm. just the dungeon master does. Yeah, um, and, you know, if a gust of wind came in, he it might fall over. Okay, so yep. you, you could make a and spell. And what would happen then? <laughs> a spell that... <sighs> destroys the privacy of the dm and they just have to tell mm-hmm. you anything that's going on at that point yeah absolutely my my all my ideas are going to be about um the the meta existence of the game outside the game like absolutely. it's going to be things like one of the players has to leave the room for 20 minutes or that's something. kind of a fun <laughs> idea just being granted ultimate yeah. knowledge for a while i don't that fourth wall so breaking D ideas maybe the dm has a lisp and all of his ideas are misinterpreted <laughs> that would be fun in, in, <laughs> there, that's two ideas Carlisle how many do we have to come up with Scott, we're going to get through this podcast in record time <laughs> no, it's going to be the longest episode ever because we're just going to keep coming up with these fantastic ideas we're going to have to flesh them all out a gust of wind into these... and the DM has a lisp <laughs> <laughs> the DM having a lisp isn't formatted as a spell or something it's just a situation you're playing with a new DM and he happens to have a lisp <laughs> just, just suggestion for DMs have a lisp and if you already have a lisp then why aren't you taking full advantage of that by playing Dungeons and Dragons as a DM um, I, and also, I refuse to come up with any funny scenarios which would would be because of a DM having a lisp. Like, I've done the work and be thinking that's a good idea. I don't need to think of, like, fun misunderstandings. I don't think that's yeah. part of the requirements. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, have you got anything? So, I'll just quickly point out that Gust is an existing cantrip that, uh, oh. in which you seize the air and compel it to create one of the following effects, my favourite of which is one medium or smaller creature that you choose must succeed in a strength saving throw or be pushed five feet away from you. Very nice. Which I'll be honest, oh. doesn't sound like a lot. Yeah, in a turn I... you can move. Well, that's more than feet, AJ's so height away from you. Makes no difference. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did. I did not understand a lot of what you just said, Chris. Um, but uh, if, if you find a little guy, you can sort of push him just a really small amount away from you um it's not like, like team life. rocket blasting off it's yeah. like chris are we able to um to fact check has um a game of dungeons and dragons ever been played where the dm had a lisp uh <laughs> let me let me just check that out for you uh does that exist i don't think that's ever been done it's we may be breaking new ground here I'm I'm coming up with a Reddit post on DM Academy saying I want to DM but I have a very very major lisp and I stutter. I'm terrified my players won't understand the things I say. Should I DM anyway? Are you Absolutely. fucking serious? Oh my god! All the comments say you are stupid. Don't ever DM. So I don't think it's ever happened. Boys. <laughs> no, okay, I feel good about it again. I am urging that person 
to be a de- like fuck the, if the you, haters if you're man. listening to this reach out to this podcast and chris and carlisle will have you on Dude, absolutely, that's a great idea. We need guests <laughs> since and, the untimely and, passing of Ross. <laughs> and you won't, you won't leaves, make fun of. Get in touch. <laughs> and you won't make fun of the guy. It's you know, it's just to give him the opportunity. You know. Yeah, yeah. We won't come up with ideas just exclusively containing th words. <laughs> well, it'd be it'd be s words, wouldn't it? Th words, he'd be fine with. God, he, he Actually, breathes a sigh list. of relief when he gets. It to depends a t- on how extreme the lisp is, because <laughs> when it gets really extreme, the ths become s's somehow as well. It's a flip. Wow. It's someone with a reverse lisp. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a reverse lisp, please call and be on the show. And DM the only us. letters, the only sounds you can pronounce are s sounds. All right, new spell idea: reverse uh-huh. lisp. <laughs> it only works on characters and creatures who have a lisp already. <laughs> I think it should work on like any sort of speech problem. Mm. Like if you use yeah, no, Uncarl, no, no. he occasionally just can't say something instead of it, you know. So I, what? I how would you works, reverse it works, something though? Because I like, reckon it works on anyone. Yeah. Wow. So you you cast reverse lisp on like a mage. And then every time they try to say TH, it comes out as S. But I'm talking like written down, not phonetically. So every time they try to say <laughs> the, they say she instead, for example. Okay. Mm. That's that's worth thinking about. <laughs> it's worth thinking about. Uh, Let me know what so you come up with. You, Chris said something interesting there, which is like, it works for any speech condition. But then we'd have to think of like... First of all, I can't think of that many speech conditions, but, like, how do you... What is the opposite of a stutter? Because, like... Uh, perfectly regimented speech at <laughs> <in> all <laughs> times. <I don't> <laughs> and, but how do you... <laughs> how is that represented? It's at like, 120 BPM constantly. It's like a... Can they, like a sort can of a rap. Be a good, is there a good... Are there good spells that you can cast on yourself? Oh, they, yes, you, there are. That's an idea. Uh, yeah, I like the idea. Of the reverse have stutter. To take out a metronome because um, <laughs> someone's cast reverse stutter on you. Um, reverse Tourette's. <laughs> reverse Tourette's. That's a good one. Um, you only like, swear, just, but sometimes you say not swear words. <laughs> you just no. See, that's a you thing. just have full control over your speech. I don't know if you guys know this, but I I actually have Tourette's. And oh, I feel bad now. No, that's all right. Because oh, they should have a lisp. Here's the. Th- <laughs> Because <laughs> here's the thing coming. As someone with Tourette's I can say definitively That Tourette's is really funny um, <laughs> Obviously for some people it isn't But for me it tends to be But I <laughs> I don't always It's not always swearing It's often just yeah. gibberish um, So that wouldn't quite work So right. it, it's yeah I, I Tourette's for me is very much defined By like complete randomness um, so you do like, kind of get into patterns. Like I do. Yeah, my father's life quite a lot of times. Uh, like a month see, I haven't for a while. But I keep one thing. I keep doing with my friends on on Discord right now is I keep I, I keep sort of implying that breasts are bad or that they don't exist, and <laughs> I hate tits. And it always spell idea. discussion. 
somehow even though i every time i do it oh yeah, that's a good one uh change any tip man into an ass man and vice versa oh, oh my god no i'd, I'd rather die <laughs> i can't die because i'm too busy dying for that booty <laughs> swiggity swooty i'm coming for that i'm casting the spell titties so, <laughs> Carlisle, I think we might be getting to the bottom of why, even though you host a Dungeons and Dragons show, you've never um, played a game or have very rarely played a game. Is it because you are insecure that as a person with Tourette's, you could never be a DM? No, because I have DM'd before. Oh. Um, and I just use that to come up with new scenarios because I it, think it, it um, really helps me out because I'll just scream some nonsense and then it'll be like, look out, there's a, there's a doogly woogly coming at you from behind the bushes. <laughs> I'm, I don't mean to, st- I don't, I'm, I'm asking out of, um, lack of experience with anyone with Tourette's. I, I, so that please don't take this as, um, me not believing you. But I don't think I know that people think we're we're like stars and things, but we're just like normal people, you know. <laughs> the celebrity doesn't I, get to our heads that much. Like. I I've done a few podcasts with you, and I've never heard Tourette's come out. Does so I, not, how do you- I, t- I there's nothing in the world I take more importantly than podcasting, and yeah. Yeah. when I'm in that truly especially when it's with AJ. state, exactly. <laughs> uh, when I'm in that truly professional state. It doesn't tend to come out. Um, but yeah, like... Interesting. You've never watched a movie with me? Oh, God. Um, you see Chris <laughs> is speaking from experience there, but I'm just bouncing off the fucking walls when we're watching a film. Um, wow. So, it's yeah. be- Like, environments where either you're, like, meant to not tick or there's, like, a lot of people around tend to, like, bring it yeah. out a bit more. Also, drinking so, has a yeah. pretty profound effect. <laughs> what if What if you just took um, everything as seriously as you took podcasting? I'd, that's simply not possible. That's He'd not waste away. Not happening. <laughs> he wouldn't eat. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually had on my in my list of ideas for this show because con- there are conditions in in D and D such as oh, yeah. frightened or exhausted that affect how things work affect what you can do and one of them was Tourette's like a thing you could induce in another character and now they have Tourette's um <laughs> most of my conditions are actually not very mm. on up <laughs> the conditions that I have written down are not very above board they're Tourette's cuckolded and brain damaged which isn't on really but you know what I don't care um <laughs> I, well, so we've so, got someone with Tourette's. Does any has anyone here have experience with either of the other two? Uh, unfortunately, not. I had a concussion oh. one time, and it it sucked. But that's it. It went on for fucking ever. I got a I got a concussion concussion. That was it coming out. I got I got a concussion playing Quidditch of all things, and I didn't even get tackled hard or anything. Someone just hit me in the head with their hand, and. I was just a moron for like a month of my life. I was just a complete idiot for like a month. Um, yeah, I went that's to a fucking lecture. scary. Yeah, I went to a lecture at one point, and it was it was the genetics of human reproduction was the was the course. And when I got there, I was looking down at my notebook, and I was writing the title, and I was sat there, and I was thinking about it, and I went, "Is it the genetic?" 
of human reproduction or the genetics of human reproduction? And eventually I was like, no, it's definitely genetics because genetic wouldn't make any sense. So I write down the genetics of human reproduction and then I looked up and it had been 18 minutes. The lecture had been going on <laughs> yeah, yeah. while I've been thinking about that. And I was like, oh, I should not That's be That's how dumb here. people just love ready. life. <laughs> what? New, new spell idea. Um, hitting someone in the head. <laughs> it's like it's like the just, Green Lantern, like how he makes giant fists, but it's just a normal sized hand. <laughs> and it's not magic. <laughs> I don't know why. I, one thing that I kept doing when I had a, a concussion, um, and I don't understand why this kept because I what it, you would have thought after I'd done it once I would have not kept doing it but I had people in my room go Carl you fucking idiot every time I open my cupboard what I do is I go like all the way up to my cupboard and then I grab the door so far all very standard procedure and then I'd like walk backwards to open it instead of just pulling my arm backwards which means that like my position to the door the cupboard would open but my position to the cupboard my position to the door wouldn't really change so when i had opened the cupboard the door would still be in front of my face and i'd be like where's all my stuff and i did that like six times and people would be in the room they're like carl it's (laughs) other side of the door mate just go around the door and then there's all your stuff (laughs) This is a real sad story, but I'm glad you've recovered because this sounds like this would be my nightmare. Mm. Like, just very clearly losing my brain. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't ideal. Uh, New spell idea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> very clearly losing your brain. <laughs> uh, I had an idea. I was watching a, a Bond movie last night, as I want to do. Did, you know it, how, did it fucking suck or was it Casino Royale? Yeah. It, was, it was Skyfall, which I, I quite like. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, we've got the film. They're, they're film reviewers, by the way, on their podcast. <laughs> 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 they're here to judge me for liking What do you movies. think of the entire Brosnan era? Um, each uh, movie is like half as good as the last one. Yeah, <laughs> Golden Goldeneye is like the second or third best Bond movie. Yeah, I you guys don't There's understand three good Bond how movies. much I love Die Another Day. It's like in my top three <laughs> movies ever. It's so yeah, but you much don't love fun. it in the same way that like you love it because it's silly and dumb, not because it's a good movie. No, no, I think Die Another Day, day has say. a charm to it, and it's and a watchability to it, but um <laughs> because of how bad it is. But yeah, yeah. um. Casino Royale is the only great Bond movie. Goldeneye and Skyfall are good, and the rest are trash. Throw them all out. Get rid of them. Well, fair enough. <laughs> New spell idea. Get rid of every James Bond movie except for those three. I kind of like... So, I... If if you could cut out... We, by the way, we've just abandoned the premise of the podcast now for anyone listening. Um, the, I was if, wondering when we were going to get to the start of the podcast. <laughs> I'd like the more movies more if you could just cut out everything because the more movies are characterized by like long periods of nothing happening and then something completely insane happening for five minutes and then it just repeats that and those completely insane things happening are so funny (laughs) like in Octopussy there's a bit where like his 
his tires blow out and so he starts driving on like a on like a train track so that his wheels can still work and then at the end of the movie the way he like he diffuses like a nuclear bomb dressed as a clown which he got to get through a circus so that assassins wouldn't find him and it's so dumb literally the only thing i still retain in my mind about octopussy He dresses as a clown. Um, but it, it is like, because people often talk about the Moore era films as being like, oh my god, they're so 80s camp and fun, but it's like, they, you remember those moments, but they're actually like, on the whole, they're pretty fucking boring. No, yeah, there's not a <laughs> Like of all of Sean Connery's films, and he fucking sucks. Anyway, <laughs> if you, you know how... Hear, it's his birthday today, actually. Yeah. If you want to hear... If you want to hear more of our thoughts on James Bond, head on over to the Cop Popcher Podcast, <laughs> where earlier this year we reviewed, right, wait for it, all of them. They did. Over six weeks. And um, if you join our Patreon, you can hear what we thought of the uh, Never Say Never Again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sean Connery's return to the role that made him famous. So, uh, what I was thinking was... You know how Q always comes up with something <laughs> absurdly specific to a to a scenario that James Bond yeah. is going to be in yeah. somehow, like he's psychic. I'd like the idea of like a gun that make yeah <laughs> making an item that only works if you need if you can justify some completely insanely context specific thing that you need it to do right now like it's an item that will mm. morph into something that's whatever it's needed it's like the the room you need of to justify to the dm yeah but you need mm. to justify to the dm that whatever's needed is completely insane and like so specific <laughs> have you have you played a lot of point and click games i've played some yes yeah like the, the shit that like, you have to like combine Disc world and yeah, yeah yeah and then like broken sword and stuff and it's like you have to collect this plastic bag so that in two hours of game time later you can hook a plastic bag to a tree branch which will collect rain which will make the tree branch snap off the tree yeah. and onto a rake which will slingshot a cat over into the into an <laughs> oncoming traffic so that a car will skid off the road and crash into a building and now you can get into that building Oh, but you didn't give that yeah. car driver his keys, so you need to do it all again now. now that you've done <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. I used to really like putting click games because I, I think I tend to think they have interesting stories compared to other games because obviously the gameplay isn't yeah. very involved. Pointing and clicking, so. I told my favorite things to do in a game. <laughs> New <But> spell. <laughs> <laughs> do tell pointing and clicking. <laughs> <laughs> that's it it's just okay. D, but a point and click game <laughs> yeah n- new idea throw out the whole tabletop thing um and just play it on your computer no no that is still no a friends spell, required all right. i cast a spell that means we all have to go to our computers continue the game like like <laughs> they've been that kid that's like oh i cast a spell that means aj has to go home <laughs> <laughs> Like when you play truth or dare with your crush and she dares you to go home and leave the party. (laughs) (laughs) Strongly relatable experience. Um, All right, well, we need to choose one of these things to flesh out now. So you pick pick truth instead and she's like, why don't you go Uh home? Sorry, Carlisle, continue. <laughs> do, do we have any favourite ideas from the long list of things we've been throwing out that, that uh, we can sorry, flesh AJ out for? Home. Before <laughs> we went on a, um, a tangent about uh, lisping, 
I was actually gonna gonna have an idea. That was so many <laughs> tangents ago. <laughs> so um you know you know how I recently got Minecraft for the first time? Yeah, everyone yeah. knows that. Yeah. We've uh, talked about that so much. <laughs> We've talked about that on I, our podcast. I, I definitely didn't just meet you when we started recording this podcast. One of, We're Minecraft buddies. If you want our review of Chris getting Minecraft, check out the Cop Option podcast. <laughs> Sorry, guys. If we seem a bit distracted right now, me and Chris are actually in a game of Minecraft as we're recording this. <laughs> uh, you joke we know we're the oh, yeah, meet you there, so apologies <laughs> yeah uh and when you don't sleep new thing? for long enough Sorry. um you get attacked by this big sort of uh i don't know pterodactyl type thing um uh-huh. i just remembered you were talking about minecraft sort of- <laughs> and i was like what are you talking about is this true <laughs> um kind of like it looks like that monster from that episode of Doctor Who where Rose goes back in time and saves her dad. Uh, oh, yeah. Right. Might well, not be that gargoyle kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like that thing. So I was thinking um, a sort of equivalent monster for the madness effect. So there are lot, lots of things that uh, madness can already do to you. Uh, so some of the effects of short-term madness, depending on the D10 they roll, are... Um, character experiences an overwhelming urge to eat something strange such as dirt slime or offal uh the character does whatever anyone tells him or her to do that isn't obviously self-destructive uh character begins babbling and is incapable of speech or spell casting long-term madness is even worse indefinite madness is worse than that uh the the you, highest you can give role, your characters indefinite madness yeah the highest role uh for indefinite madness is just i've discovered that i really like killing people your character just <laughs> has an uncontrollable urge to kill Damn. wow is that can you cure that with like magic or something or is that just uh, a character you are doomed to play at that point you can, yeah, it can yeah, only yeah. be cured with gust <laughs> hey! uh you need greater restoration to get rid of indefinite madness uh, but lesser right. restoration can get rid of the other types. So I was kind of right. thinking, like, in a fight, if your character is mad, you can split them off and have them sort of experience it differently. Maybe they think some of their enemies are friends, or maybe they see a big purple pterodactyl flying towards them. You know, typical madness like stuff. A, like an LSD trip or something like, like that. Like, once you've had, like, when you get a concussion. Yeah, yeah, like when you get a the concussion. The concussion monster. That affects us all when we get concussions. We've already done this idea, Chris. It's when you get hit in the head. <laughs> Chris has like the 51st dates disease and we just have to do this every week, every day. How would the pterodactyl monster manifest? Like, like, is it a thing that can actually deal damage to you and it only deals damage to the one person that can see it or... No, it's all made up, Kyle. Oh, it's just a game, don't worry. Yeah, I, oh, I feel isn't like real. It, can't, it can't actually do damage to your character, but your character is reacting to it as if it is a genuine threat, you know? Right. And do you tell your character then that they're losing health points and you just have to yeah, remember their them. normal track of health points? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's a fun cool. idea. 
Uh, what if you can you can um, instead of uh, casting a spell, all it is is, is is actually putting on like an Info Wars YouTube video or something, <laughs> and it's called what? It's called it's called rabbit holing. You rabbit hole someone, uh-huh. and after you, depending on what you roll, is how how long they spend in the rabbit hole. And if it's like a twenty, then when they come out, they like die of the pandemic because they refuse to wear a mask because the government's <laughs> tracking them. In masks. This is of course um, Alex Jones trying to get more traffic to his Infowars channel. <laughs> <laughs> we are all shills for Alex Jones. Um, Most podcasts are owned by George Soros. We are the only one that Alex bought up. <laughs> well, we, we're, we're a podcast that hasn't Alex Jones because what do you think AJ stands for, mate? Oh my God. Oh, very good. I'm not even kidding. Carlisle can can confirm this we're facebook uh new monster idea we soon will be new monster idea literal vampire pot belly goblins <laughs> literal? <laughs> i didn't need literal but it has to stay <laughs> no have you guys seen that uh it's a, it's a direct alex jones quote oh okay that's well, less funny then it's, <laughs> it's like it's one of the best videos ever he just he goes there he says literal vampire potbelly goblins are crawling around coming after us and wow i couldn't believe it was a real quote when i first so the, the gay frogs is a classic as well um, and also the um see that's a good oh, idea for a monster enemy a gay frog that sounds yeah. um <laughs> And eating it does, no, the gay, offensive, but I feel like we've the gay, burned the gay, that the gay parts. The gay parts not relevant. It's just a frog. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, but and maybe they are as well. It's just a little bit of like color that he's gay. Like it's not. It's not, a, it's not fundamental. Yeah. <laughs> but right. the thing, he was a normal frog, but then he had some of that water. That, yes. Oh, well, that turns the frogs gay. And it turns the frogs gay. That, um, that water could be a, a weapon in your campaign, but it only works on frogs. Yeah. Or it'd be chemtrailed water, but it only works on frogs. <laughs> I kind of like your um, your rabbit holing idea. When, yeah. So we what we could do is try and come up with 20 things oh God. that could happen when you get put in the rabbit hole spell. Right, so so you you roll a one, and the worst that happens is is the person who's been rabbit holed like is maybe just questioning things a little bit, things that that you know Epstein don't didn't need kill to be himself. questioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a good idea. It starts out like a low rabbit hole isn't actually that bad. It just means that you're aware there are things in this world that are not um, made public knowledge. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, so should we say if we roll a one, you just you become very skeptical of everything. Yeah, you become annoyingly skeptical of everything. Um, mm. One of them should be that. So let, yeah, let's let's define our. That's our bottom of the scale. What's our top of the scale? What's you get a twenty? How you trial water that's turning the frogs go. <laughs> <laughs> you you no, you no. refuse no. to drink water. How ha, 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 so? There is a condition i believe that happens when you don't drink enough water in dnd you could instantly get that due to your due to your fear of drinking the water out of fear that it will turn you gay and the frogs gay mm. oh i've got an idea I even if your character be, is already gay yeah that can be that can be 20 but maybe 19 is um your character is no longer allowed to um apply any like healing spells or elixirs 
um, after battle because they no longer believe in <laughs> medicine, yeah. right? So, so it's like you you believe that you will heal in some other way, and maybe you can, but it can't be through any kind of um, spells or potions or anything like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, so and you're not allowed to wear armor because um, it restricts you too much. Yeah, <laughs> nineteen is fear of armor or any healing. Yeah, because it's your right not to wear potions. armor. Yeah, because it's all big pharma. Um, it's just one of them should just armor. be because if we're talking about like, um, does it all have to be conspiracy stuff or can it just can it just be things that you do when you go on an internet rabbit hole? Yeah, because see, I, I was thinking like, you, it's like one of them a YouTube could be you think hole. you have cancer. So like, so like, yeah, like rolling oh, a one like a, would a be finger. like checking out the cult pop shit YouTube channel, um, <laughs> and then like a twenty would be the. Um, the he-man um the, the video of the uh he-man singing what's going on what's up by four well, non-blondes the, the, the 100 hour version mm. <laughs> your character has to sit there for a hundred hours i was um, I in real time at a party so, like i was sitting in one room with my friends and we put the the 10 hour version on and then left and then so like 45 minutes later someone was like are you guys still around can we turn off your video (laughs) (laughs) have you guys watched uh sensate no so they're in so that i didn't know that that song was a cover um it's a cover of a real song and not that that song is any less real uh but the (laughs) in sensate it's about these eight people who are all over the world and they are sort of bound together in a way that they don't understand and there's every now a and again a reference to the film, Wachowski's first film Bound indeed um there's a good, and good every, reference there guys good <laughs> reference <laughs> every now and again they use the original song of that as like a thing that you know they all like and they all sing it and they're all kind of it's emotional and stuff and it's supposed to kind of make you go oh this is sweet but every time it happens it really made me laugh because i was like it's the he-man song (laughs) they're singing the he-man song oh my god do i pray (laughs) and he prays (laughs) (laughs) nice okay well I, I, I'm all good with the idea evolving to be rabbit holing in general, but I feel like less damage comes from, like, if this is supposed to be an attack, then I think the conspiracy rabbit holing, maybe, maybe you have to cast, you, so you have two dice, right? Or no, you have... As many fucking dice? dice as you want, mate. <clears throat> okay, you roll <laughs> one dice, you will roll, roll one die, and different number correlates to different genres, and most of them are harmless but let's say like every third number is conspiracy theory (laughs) rabbit holing so if they land on that they then have to roll again and that measures the degree to which they are brainwashed by Mm. like alt-right conspiracy theories or something like that so that Um, would be a great idea if we'd had it at the beginning of the podcast but as it stands we've been recording for 40 minutes um, (laughs) (laughs) which is normally when we start wrapping up i think i'm gonna counter roll of 15 gives your character a compulsive urge to kill the largest farmer they can find (laughs) (laughs) cool I mean, people can fill in the blanks. We really need to come up with the like all twenty. 
like the, the whole entire 20 spectrum of despite conspiracy everything theorists. i've been telling you about how chill and loose this is our followers depend on us for extremely meticulous. actually you know what you know what it's it's a gamble because you roll so one to 20 one is just that um um you check you're, out the cop off your youtube channel no no <laughs> i'm talking about once you're on to conspiracy theories one is just that you're more skeptical then we go 19 is the point where you can no longer equip health or whatever but 20 is you become the president of the entire world <laughs> so if you get a 20 it's actually you've actually won all right yeah. so I'll, I'll move our fear of fluoride in the water causes you to become instantly dehydrated to 18 yeah so <laughs> so when you roll you want either want to get between one and five or 20 yeah and everything in between you just have to watch um our video essay about american pie <laughs> at, 20, at 20 i'll just say as the president of the world yeah you have the power to do anything you want <laughs> and never get in trouble for it for like and never get told off 10 minutes of game time <laughs> i think two should be that you're like obsessed with the fact you think you have cancer because you know when you google anything it's like, oh, i've got a slight headache and the google's just like you have cancer you have cancer <laughs> yep um, but then three is you think you're invincible even yeah. though you're not which um is a lot more damaging if you if you're progressing along the spectrum eventually to you can't heal yourself because early on you believe you're invincible google so you from- genuinely made me think i might have cancer i had a tonsil stone but <laughs> that's pretty but exciting I, that could be I, a new spell Fuck it was this, like the tiniest this tonsil rabbit hole thing <laughs> the hal- the spell of halitosis <laughs> number four is is tonsil stones you just have you just have tonsil stones yeah <laughs> that's not even a rabbit hole thing you just (laughs) yeah it's just like fuck sorry you have tonsil stones it's a bit of a variety spell this one that's fine yeah yeah uh maybe we should just do it out of 10 maybe (laughs) yeah all right one two three four five six seven yeah if we come up with three more we can do it out of 10 um Um, you refuse to use the other players which which means we've made it a one tenth chance (laughs) that you could just do anything that you want for 10 minutes (laughs) (laughs) sorry i said you you refuse to accept other players pronouns (laughs) not like the the character their characters pronouns not sure i'll just say you become extremely intolerant have fun role playing yes um yeah like you you please don't actually say the n-word <laughs> it, it is ju- it is just a game please bear that in mind <laughs> you, this you is like, why i um, got into dnd you can't see race like you actually can't oh, like dnd races yeah. yeah right yeah um what about uh you are so so playing off the idea of thinking of of everything as fake news i guess in the skeptical thing it could be like any piece of information that the dm tells you you must disregard because <laughs> it's fake it's fake news okay so um we'll make that uh number seven then seven is extreme skepticism of anything mm-hmm. the dm says all right we just need one more then okay playing playing further off that um the next one is not only do you not believe anything the dm says you actually have to actively move away from your objective (laughs) because you no longer believe that is in your best interests uh fearing that everyone and everything is a government drone Mm. that is manipulating you you deliberately counteract your party's goals exactly man exactly that's it 
Cool. I think that's good. Mm. All right. <laughs> Great spell. <laughs> so <laughs> calling rabbit holing. Um, version one, we will come back to this, as we do with all of our things. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, what spell... This, is, this will be a question for Chris. Um, what oh, yeah. spell level is... This isn't a cantrip. <laughs> this isn't one-tenth chance that anybody can just do anything they want, no matter what. Yeah, I um, want you to be a fairly powerful sorcerer before you can just whip out this nonsense. Yeah. Um, so, like, a, a third-level spell No, but slot? That, that's, that's, that's entirely the danger of this line of thinking, though, is that it's so accessible. Mm. Mm. That's a great point. <laughs> Uh, right, so yeah. like a first it should really level scare spell. people away that it's like you do actually have a chance of becoming the most powerful person in the world so don't do it <laughs> to be fair a lot of them have no real effect like oh no you have tonsil <laughs> and given, given that you can't yeah. find a farmer to kill that might have no effect really at all um, you're just sort of preoccupied yeah, yeah. and the Carl Popsha YouTube channel one is just a good time Mm. All right, I'll meet you in the middle. I'll say you need a second level spell slot to to use this. Mate, you could have said 10th and I would have been like, yeah, that sounds fair. <laughs> yeah. um, just trying to think of uh, what kind of spell this is. Because you see, in D&D, you can have a spell that's an abjuration, a conjuration, a divination, an enchantment, an evocation, an Oh, this is definitely divination. Or a transmutation. Really? I think it's an enchantment. Well, I disagree. Mm. What's Actually, divination I think I'm gonna, uh It's finding out information, I believe. Uh, but I think I agree with AJ. I'm going to put oh, in the opposite of that. Yeah. So casting time, I'm going to say one turn. Yeah. One action. Um, components. Do you need to say anything in order to cast this spell? You go, hey, you should check out this YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> the, the casting spell. He's just asking questions. It's just another line of thought. <laughs> Look, it's just food for thought. <laughs> I think you just say YouTube. You've seen him on your Facebook feed. Your your crazy your crazy auntie your crazy auntie posts like maybe gays are the devil and she she comments with food for thought. Yeah, or the spell you have to say you have to say happy birthday Sean Connery. <laughs> Never. And then you know if you want to be you know a good person afterwards you can say like you cunt or something um oh, as all good people do <laughs> on a 90 year old man's birthday <laughs> um this is a sight casting i'm gonna say if you can see the other person you can cast this on them you can just do it from a distance do it to people you don't know <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly they're the president. Well, yeah, because um, it's, it's mostly like um, spread through social media. So, yeah. Can we rename the first the first level the the skeptical one to just being devil's advocate? Nice. Because I, I reckon that's the earliest form yeah, of this stuff. Yeah. As as once again, I'm just asking questions. You know, you are yeah. very. Much, I'm, just, I'm just asking questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what classes should be able to cast this? Um, this feels kind of like all a bard thing to me. We could do it all of them, uh, but I feel like you want to you want to make people specialize if they want to do this. I'm feeling like it's a bard thing. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, so it's, good. it's not politics. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I don't know what other what other types of thing are there. <laughs> so there's. Artificers and bard and bloodhunters and clerics and druids and fighters and paladins and rangers and sorcerers and warlocks and wizards. Yeah, go bard. 
I guess, I guess, but okay, here's why I'm okay with bards because bards are storytellers, and usually minds are actually changed through storytelling mm. and not through just facts being told, yeah. right? So, yeah. like, someone couldn't just tell you vaccines don't cause autism but if you read a story that a vaccine caused autism you go this is doctrine this is real this this is this is what i want to be reading all right well that's uh that's the spell rabbit hole and made um (laughs) (laughs) so yeah what this has been a very productive episode at least on the ideas front of dungeons and dragnos uh aj richard um, I'm sure people are going to be like, boy, I have no idea what podcast these guys are from. <laughs> any YouTube areas I can go to. But uh, just in case, do you want to uh, tell the people about your show? Sure thing. Our show is called Cult Popture, um, and we talk about movies and stuff. Specifically, every two weeks, we uh, watch and discuss an entire film franchise, which is either randomly decided on or uh, voted on by our patrons. So at the time of recording this, our random generator landed on the Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, let's go. So we are watching (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, Oh, excited. Which I'm loving, and AJ is not loving. (laughs) No. no. So find us on all the different podcast platforms. We also have a YouTube channel where we make sort of video essays and things like that. It's all called Cult Popture. If you look up Cult Popture, you'll find it. Um, and we'll see you there. <laughs> I've been on it twice, so you can go yeah. and find my episode. One of very few uh, people to have been on twice. I felt I feel very privileged. Um, yeah, I went on to talk about Spy Kids, which was a lot of fun, and then uh, the Brave Little Toaster series, which was completely insane. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank you guys so much for coming on. No, oh, thank you for having us. All good. I hope I you like had these kind fun. of podcasts like where I are... don't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> do you feel like you are now fully enlightened in the ways of D and D? Yeah, I do. I've got a friend at work who's real into D and D. He's the one that runs the pot the for crits and giggles. Uh, and I'm going to go to work and rub all my knowledge in his face. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Just go up to him. And go. I can name two classes now. <laughs> the whole list. I, I invented a spell. What have you done? <laughs> 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 oh, tell me about the spell, Richard. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you well, no, then you direct podcast. him to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Plug us for, for him. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.